In this episode, I'm going to be talking about pain and why you might be experiencing it. Welcome to The Pickleball Physio, a podcast where we talk about injury prevention and recovery so pickleball athletes can get back on the court sooner and stay on the courts longer. I'm your host, Sarah Leon Lopes, and welcome to the show. One of the main reasons that we experience pain is because our body is perceiving a threat. In our body, we have different types of receptors for different sensations that we feel. We have thermoreceptors, which sense cold and warmth or heat, and we have pressure receptors, some that feel for really light touch and some that feel for more deep, dull pressures. And then we also have something called nociceptors, and these are receptors that look for the noxious stimuli that triggers a signal response to the brain, which the brain then processes as pain or something to get our attention so that we stop doing whatever we're doing and we can get rid of that noxious stimuli. So for example, after a certain point, if we put our hand on a really hot stove, at some point it's going to be a noxious stimuli and that is why we pull our hand away is because our brain is now responding to that heat, that exorbitant amount of heat, exorbitant, (laughs) exorbitant amount of heat that now it has become a threat to our body. And similarly, this happens when we have injuries in our body. The body's perceived a threat. Maybe our soft tissues have endured some damage, or maybe we've rolled our ankle and we've actually fractured it too. So now it's affecting our bone. Um, Sometimes it can also come from there's a lot of inflammation in a given area. And now the body is sensing that something is wrong and trying to alert our brain to do something about it. Many times when we have this nociceptive response, it is just enough to get our brain's attention to pull it away. But if whatever was the threat has not been addressed, then those signals are still going to continually be sent to the brain, thinking that whatever caused damage is still there, or that whatever could be causing damage or could potentially cause damage is still prevalent. In general, our body is constantly sending us information anyway, kind of like how employees send weekly or monthly or quarterly or annual reports to the employers or to the boss. Our body is doing that constantly on a second by second basis. So when reports get sent up to the boss and it doesn't get addressed, then those reports start coming in more urgently, more frequently to try to get the attention. So that's one of the reasons why maybe after an injury, we start feeling more aware of that body part. For example, if you sprained your ankle, rolled your ankle, your body's going to be very aware of anything that's happening at your ankle because it's trying to keep up to date with reports to make sure that things are getting taken care of, the soft tissues are getting the resources and the building blocks that it needs to heal properly. And then from there, as the heals and as things knit back together, as things recover, then normally those reports would kind of decrease and you would just get the average report um, frequency as you had before the injury. However, if perhaps you have a chronic injury and whatever had occurred has not fully been resolved, maybe you've re-exacerbated the injury or maybe you haven't fully rehabbed it, that ankle is not going to feel as strong and stable. So it's not going to trust that 
you only need to send a few reports here and there um, instead of more frequent reports because something is still wrong or feels like it's still wrong. And that's where we start getting into that chronic pain and why you start seeing the pain sometimes can get worse and worse when it doesn't necessarily need to. This is also one of the reasons why sometimes when we have pain or aggravation that it feels like it spreads to other parts in the body. Kind of like a car in a parking lot. If one car alarm goes off and it goes off for long enough and nobody comes to take care of it and turn off the car alarm, it's going to start bothering the neighbor cars and those car alarms will go off and those neighbor cars will go off until it's the whole entire parking lot or the whole body that's now on high alert and sending all of those alarms. So that's what can happen, for example, if you have osteoarthritis in one knee perhaps and it doesn't fully get addressed and you don't take care of the strength and stability and the inflammation that is occurring at that area. So now the other knee starts hurting or maybe your hips start hurting, etc, etc. So pain is really just the brain's way of saying, okay, I'm gathering all of this information, I'm getting all of these signals, we need to make sure to take care of it. And now in normal responses, like I'd mentioned, you have that baseline frequency of reports that are coming into the brain, but there's a threshold at some point, and oftentimes we surpass that threshold when we get an injury. Now, if those threats don't get addressed all the way and we can't return all the way back to the baseline, now the new baseline is significantly closer to the threshold that it takes smaller insults or smaller threats to push it over the edge and to trigger that pain response. So again, when we have chronic pain, we need to work hard to make sure that the body feels safe, that that baseline can return all the way back down to what was normal before. A lot of times when I see clients or patients, I've seen them when that new baseline is so close to the threshold, which is one of the reasons why the first few visits or first few uh, activities that we do are particularly sensitive, which is one of the reasons why I say we have to be very mindful and keep things comfortable for the body because we're trying to train the body that and teach the body that once again, we are in a safe environment, we are addressing whatever the issue is. This is why education is so important about what your injury was, because if you know what's going on in your body and now you cognitively understand the inner workings of what's happening during your healing process, the body can understand and internalize that, oh, okay, I know what's going on now, I know that it's getting taken care of, so maybe we can lower that baseline a little bit more. Maybe I can give you a little more room to move or a little bit more room for activities the next time that you give them a try. Because now I understand we're actually pretty safe. But this is also why we can't jump straight back in just after getting some education and getting those beginning exercises started because it takes a while for that threshold to return back down to the desired baseline. So if we start working out and we start feeling really good, if we get back on the pickleball courts before the body has been able to return to that baseline, something that's truly safe and stable, and that the body has the endurance for it, then it's going to push us over that threshold again pretty quickly. And that's where we see those re-exacerbations. Now that's for a normal healing process when everything is straightforward and when there's a clear 
threat that has been imposed on the body that needs to be addressed, like with a given injury or with a chronic pain. But sometimes we have situations where maybe the injury was from a very, very long time ago and it's still bothering you after all this time and maybe that threshold is just so close to your new baseline that you're not able to return to that baseline as efficiently or as quickly as you'd like to. And again, this is where education really is important because once the body knows what's going on, then you're able to kind of guide it back to where that normal baseline is. For example, you can have something occur to you that isn't actually a threat, but your body perceives it to be a threat, so therefore it responds appropriately. It the rest of our body, our other five senses, also play a part in determining if something is a threat or not. For example, there's a story of a gentleman who stepped on a nail and it went right through his shoe and he was in excruciating pain. They rushed him to the hospital. They got in and they removed the boot around his foot and around the nail. But once they got to the bottom of it, they actually found that the nail didn't even go through his foot. It was between his toes. But because his eyes had seen what had happened and because his other receptors were aware of what was going on, it perceived a threat and therefore it lit up his body to respond appropriately and get it taken care of. So it worked to his benefit, but after they were able to address it, what we would anticipate and what we would expect is for those that pain response to go away. If the pain response is still there, then there may be some underlying things that are occurring now in his psyche that still perceives a threat and that's just as valid, just as important which is why whenever I work with individuals, I try to make sure that our soft tissues are safe, but that also where our headspace is at and where our understanding is at and where our emotional and mental health is at, all of those are supportive of making sure that the body doesn't perceive a threat, which is oftentimes why emotional and mental stressors can present physically in the body. For example, a stomach ache or a migraine. Uh, some of those are often linked to mental and emotional stressors, not just some, you know, orthopedic injury that we have on the pickleball courts. So it's very important to make sure that we are looking at the body and the mind and the heart to make sure that it's all being addressed so that you can return to the pickleball courts and get back on there confidently and safely and not have to worry about whatever perceived threat is there because you know once you know what it is and you know how to take care of it it's not so much of a threat anymore so this is one of the reasons why when i get the question should i take ibuprofen or pain medications i always leave it up to the individual and their primary care provider or whoever is prescribing the medication because we want to make sure that we're addressing the whole body, maybe there are other things going on, but again, those pain medications can also put a damper on the body's awareness to be conscientious of the pains and the aches and the signals and information that's trying to tell us and send us. If we're not aware of it, there's more of a chance that we can hurt ourselves again. And this is actually a situation where there are a lot of individuals who don't have that pain response. Their nociceptors don't send those signals to the brain. So those individuals are way more likely to getting hurt and getting 
really hurt, even fatally wounded or fatally injured because their body doesn't know how to protect itself from that threat because they can't feel pain. So at the end of the day, pain is really informative for us and really quite a privilege to help make sure that we are able to take care of our body, keep it safe. So the next time that you're experiencing pain, if you don't understand where it's coming from, if you don't understand what's going on internally, whether it's your soft tissues itself or the, you know, the tissues in your body, or if there's some sort of mental emotional component to it, check in with your healthcare team, with your primary care provider, and see if you can suss that out, tease that out and see if it helps to maybe address some of those pain signals so you can get back on the courts without being afraid of re-injuring yourself or making things worse. Because oftentimes, unless you actually have a recent injury, it's an old injury that's still feeling a little bit threatened. So it's always good to check it out, get clarification, and address it to make sure that you are keeping yourself safe which at the end of the day empowers you more so you can play more games comfortably and confidently. And now you know, thanks for joining us on the Pickleball Physio podcast. Share this episode with someone you think would benefit from this information and connect with me. Reach out if you have any additional questions by going to connectwithphase.com. That's connect with P-H-A-S-E dot com. See you guys next time.